sometimes you just have to do the real thing and just do it in the mess and the chaos. Hey y'all, I'm Jamie. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Mom, the podcast. This is our first episode and we're really excited to put this podcast on for you. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at mom underscore the podcast to stay up to date on new episodes. This show will be real moms talking about real mom shit and all the stuff we go through as moms and particularly with young kids because we both have young kids, but it's definitely not limited uh, just to moms with young kids. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to tell you how to raise your kids. We're not here to give you advice because, you know, we're just figuring it out also. So really, this is just we're here to provide content that you can relate to because it's stuff that we're all experiencing in some way or know someone who's experiencing it at one time or another by being moms. Speaking of real, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are sitting on my couch recording this podcast because that is where we have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you might hear my dog in the background. We are surrounded by toys, kids' clothes, holiday decorations that I still haven't put away, um, which you can't see in the video, but it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Serene, just the cup. <laughs> I know. I tried to, <laughs> tried to make it, you know, mm-hmm. nice to look at. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about how we even planned to to do this, right? We're like, where should we do this? I know. And we said, whose houses? Okay, well, my house. We have the kids running around. It's gonna be chaos. You're saying, okay, my house. It's gonna be it's you mess. know a mess. And that's what I was telling you earlier, right? It's like people don't even judge, right? We're I always our, our own worst critics. And I said, unless we're an episode of hoarders and you know, you got food and rats in the corner, maybe that's a different story. But yeah, yeah, it's just real mom life trying to find a place to talk about how hard it is to be a mom. I know. And accept that because yeah. that's just real life. Totally. So going into a little background about your hosts, uh, I'm Jamie, and I have two young kids, a four-year-old and a 17-month-old, and they are amazing, intelligent, funny, and they're also little monsters, and it is complete chaos. I have two dogs, so you might get a show from them as well. I also work. I'm a lawyer, so I do that during the day, and I guess this is our side gig now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exciting to be here. So I'm Lauren. In real life, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. But again, this is not me, you know, therapizing, as I like to say um, in this podcast. But I also have two young kids, same ages, Yeah, enough. Same school. Same school. So uh, we've been through this together. And that's part of the reason why we decided, hey, let's do this thing. Because if we're talking about it, I'm sure ton of other people are talking about it and sort of the same thing right it's amazing having kids it's incredible to watch them but it's also exhausting and frustrating and all the things so right there yeah. with you. and that's a big part of why we wanted to do this podcast I feel like there's so many things that we all go through as moms and parents and so much of it's not really talked about it's kind of kept inside and you know we just want to provide a place where you can come and relate and not feel so alone at times you know 
throughout being a mom, there's definitely been a lot of times when I felt really alone. Like I didn't have anyone to relate to or anyone to really talk to about what I was going through. Totally. Right. right? And just moms talking to each other. I think that sometimes yeah. we're so afraid that other moms are going to judge us or that we're going to say something wrong and, you know, they'll never want to talk to us again. And I feel like that all the time. Right? All the time. Oh and it turns out when I usually just say it, they're almost, you know, maybe it's not the exact same thing, but yeah. everybody's going through something. And yeah. it's so wonderful to be able to connect and talk about that. Even if we have all this social media, sometimes you feel more distant. Um, sometimes social you know? media makes it worse, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah. Because you see all of the good things that people are going through, and it feels like that's what their life is. Right. But it's not. Like, people are just posting the best moments and the best pictures and saying, like, the best things that are happening to them. Right. And they're not really talking about the 99%. Right. You Real know, life. in the background. Right. Nobody posts a picture on Instagram with their hair like this and sitting on the toilet and this kid <laughs> screaming and that kid hitting and that whatever, right? Everybody's like, oh, nice family picture and look how wonderful my life is. Maybe I think people have been better about talking about it, but yeah. you know, there's still that fear there, I think, that if I tell people my real life, it's very vulnerable and who knows what people are going to think of me, right? Are they going to think I'm a bad mom? So we're here to talk about all the stuff that we're afraid to talk about, I guess. That's part yeah. of us, you know, doing this. There's a lot of times I feel like I'm a bad mom. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. But it's so hard. It is. It's really hard being a parent. I mean, what do you feel like has been the hardest part for you? I think the hardest part for me has been feeling isolated, feeling yeah. like kind of like what I was saying earlier. I can't talk about this. Like, so, right, our kids go to daycare and talking about, I can't say this to other moms in the class because then now are they going to be worried about their kids being around my kid if he's, I don't know, hitting or something, right? And so it feels like, okay, who can I talk to? Who can't I talk to? Who hates me because of something my child might have done to their Mm -hmm. kid? So I think that's been really hard. And then also sleep issues have been, oh my gosh. you know, if you don't get good sleep, yeah. it's like everything else is just um, a mess. So that's something, you know, sometimes I feel like no matter how well you sleep trained your kid, something happens and, mm-hmm. you know, it's chaos. So I would say. I I, I'm still not convinced sleep training works. No. <laughs> I know people say it does. But, like, we tried sleep training with Kinsley, mm-hmm. and she still is so, like, hit or miss oh with the gosh. sleeping. And it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Ours, it worked, and then they go through some sort of growth spurt, and who knows if we handled it right or wrong, mm-hmm. and then it's a mess, and then we have to, I don't know. I'm with you. It's just tough. Yeah. Because you're dealing with little humans. You're not dealing with inanimate objects that will do mm-hmm. what you say or whatever, just lie there. Yeah. Um, that's true, and they go through things. Say, just you know like what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They'll just lie there. (laughs) Not just lie there. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Just lay there. They're humans. And humans are complex. And it's not so easy, right? Or like with an animal. Speaking of animal. I I think he knew I was going to say animal. He knew you were talking about him. Dogs are so intuitive. I have a dog and a cat. You mentioned animals. I also have a dog and a cat at home. And a husband. And uh, that always adds to wildness. I've noticed my dog yeah. now, whenever he hears a kid screaming, both the dog and the cat will immediately go for our patio door. Oh my gosh. And they're like, to get, get me out of here. <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen. They have learned. It's incredible how they pick up on those that things. That is so funny. Yeah. It my dogs, surprised. they just like avoid. They don't really, although they're a lot better with Kinsley than they were with Harper. Mm. Like Charlie, he's, he's the 14 year old. Mm-hmm. He actually attacked Harper a couple of <gasps> times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so scary. Yeah. Never drew blood. 
but there were some scratches and yeah was she pulling on him or what well one time she was just sitting with me on the recliner Mm -hmm. and I think he wanted to get up on the recliner with us and I like wasn't grabbing him and then he just attacked her and then another time uh she we were in bed and she was like rolling over and she just rolled right into him and he just yeah, like bitter oh forehead. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, they have to change, right? I don't know about you. Right? You can hear that we're like talking about him. But before my kids were born, my dog was like my baby. He was all yeah, the pictures of my camera too. roll. He was, I would take I him do. everywhere with me. And I said, you know, you always hear like other people say, you know, this was my dog. And then I had kids and I couldn't pay enough, you know, as much attention to them. And I was like, I'm never going to be that. And then you have children yeah. and they just require so much more attention and care, right? You can't leave a kid at home, but you can leave a dog at home, right? Yeah. For some time. And it's just, it just happens where I feel like he's sort of, not pushed aside, but I have to remind myself mm-hmm. like, okay, there's my puppy, right? It's just such a different world it changes and they get jealous so i think scooter likes my dog scooter i think he likes that he can sleep in the bed with us because he knows that's my place no one else gets to do that because our kids don't you know they sleep in their own rooms and i think that and also our cat too so it's like their domain but otherwise it's a it's a different world right with animals charlie doesn't even sleep in the bed with us anymore i know he's so old he like can't go up and down the dog stairs so he sleeps in his dog bed on the floor i feel so bad for him but well, that's it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But sometimes that's a benefit because when Scooter's sleeping in the bed, he loves to do. I don't know if other people's dogs is like right there, like right in your <laughs> nook. And when I need to move at night, I'm like stranded. Or sometimes with my husband, it'll be like the dogs on oh one side, God. the cats on the other side, and he's like stuck. Right, so. Sometimes yeah. it's nice to have a little bit more leg freedom. Have more space. I always get the, the best. in life. Yeah. I get the best sleep when my husband's out of town because then Rocket, the other dog who sleeps in bed with us, will sleep on my husband's side of the bed. Oh. And I actually get my whole side. There you go. Yeah. It's like, those are the things, right? <laughs> you know, you don't have to fly me anywhere fancy. Just give me more side of the bed. That's all I need. I know. Yeah. It's the best. Right. I'm That's like, so go out funny. of town more, please. Right. <laughs> so funny. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but here you go. So we're already talking about real life stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious who else out there has these experiences. I know. I feel like for me, like the hardest thing, well, the things you mentioned, but Mm. also uh, for me specifically, the gender differences Mm. and childcare differences. You know, my husband, when our first daughter was born, feeling like as the man, he didn't need to be as involved. And like, even though we were both working full time, I should take on more of the childcare. Mm. And I did all of the nighttime stuff, like up until I was pregnant with Kinsley. And I literally like could not I was so sick. Like I couldn't get up at night. He started getting up. So it's like three years we're talking about. Yeah. 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 I did all of it, all the nighttime stuff. And so I think that has been the hardest thing for me probably. But as time's gone on, I've, I guess, found little tricks to like get him to do more or he's always been willing he doesn't listen to this i know <laughs> reveal his the tricks well, that you've been using he's gonna be like damn i knew she was doing that how did that happen <laughs> it's not really a secret the biggest trick is that i just don't do it <laughs> That's a good thing. So then he has to do it. Yeah. So like, and that's amazing that he doesn't call your bluff and he actually gets up and does it. Yeah. Right. Because he could easily be like, all right, I guess you know, kids yeah. are just gonna sit in their poop diapers all day. He'll do it. Right? Like okay, sometimes, like Kinsley's going crazy in her crib, and he's like, "Are you gonna get up with her?" And I'm like, "No." 
<laughs> I'm not. Beautiful. <laughs> and sometimes that's what it is, right? It's just yeah. saying no. I think as moms, sometimes it's, I feel like I have to do this. And I feel like I have to do this. I have to commit to all these things. And sometimes you just have to say no. Because yeah. otherwise you're no good to anybody. Yeah. So that's amazing that you're able to figure that out and just be like, enough is enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I then, hear you. then he does it. Or I'll do something like, uh, well, like I just did this actually. I scheduled a massage Mm -hmm. for next weekend and told him, Mm -hmm. like, by the way, I just, I'm getting a massage on this day. So figure it out and he will. So things like that. Yeah. But that was definitely one of the hardest things for us. And there were a lot of arguments about it and a lot of tears Mm -hmm. and a lot of feeling like I wasn't supported. So so that was, yeah, that was hard. And I'll say, like, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm a therapist, so, you know, I'm going to talk about feelings all day whether my husband likes it or not, right? But I feel like for us, we were much more, I was like, all right, listen, it's all 50-50 in our relationship, right? So because kind of like, you know, if I go out of town for whatever reason, you know, that I have the lucky, luckiness, luckiness, that's not a word, right, to be able to do that, that I want him to know how to change diapers and do all the things so he's not so dependent on me. But even then, right, even though we talked about it, we all can do both things, it's still hard. And we still mm-hmm. get into fights, especially when I was talking about the sleeping issues or we're both tired because no one's going to win that battle, right? No. You're tired. I'm tired. You're not more tired than I'm more tired or who knows, right? There's always something. Everybody feels justified in their yeah. own way. And just fighting about it doesn't get you anywhere because it's all hard. It's yeah. all hard. So I hear you. It's like no matter how much you even prep, mm-hmm. sometimes it's still just going to be hard because being a parent is hard. It's just hard. It's hard. Yeah. So I love that you said that yeah wild so this is good stuff hopefully people can relate to the things that we're talking about because that's what we go through i would imagine right gender roles and parenting styles and you know fur babies things whatever right gosh that's the other thing like the parenting styles and you see all of these articles or instagram posts or whatever about like how you should be raising your kid or like don't tell your kid this or don't tell your kid that or whatever i'm like how oh my gosh like when you're in the heat of the moment and you're really frustrated like sometimes it's really hard not to yell at your kid or like not to say certain things to your kid and and then you feel like you're doing the wrong thing and like you're going to damage your kid because you yelled at them one time and yeah. All right. I yelled at them or I did this thing and then in 20 years are they going to be a drug addict yeah. and they're going to be like, you know, <laughs> right? I definitely feel that way. It doesn't help again, right, being a therapist because you see things, yeah. right? So I totally have those fears of if I'm, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. And it's and it's also hard. Something that I feel like made me as a parent is more personal than professional is all the things make sense. Like I can understand, not saying that it's okay to beat your kid in any respects, yeah. but I can understand when it's so hard and you're pushed to your limit and you're on Mm. no sleep and one kid's screaming at you and the other kid is crying in the bed that I could see how someone could just lose it, right? And that's why Um, I love when you talk about the massage, why self-care is so important. So important. Because if you don't have room to deal with that kind of stuff, everything, you know, all the scary stories make sense. So if you ever feel that way, good for you for, for not doing it because it's hard. Yeah. It's so hard and it's so easy to just be pushed over that edge. And that's mm-hmm. why support is so important. And sometimes we have to ask for it and it's hard to ask for what we're needing. Yeah. So I yeah. love that you do that with your, with your husband too, right? To say, I'm not doing it. You're up, buddy. Because <laughs> you need to. Otherwise, you, you can't. It's too hard. Yeah, I definitely notice I become more reactive when 
I'm not taking care of myself Mm -hmm. or when I am taking on too much or taking on more than my fair share. Yeah. I definitely with my kids, with my husband, my dogs definitely get, get pushed, you know, to yell or whatever. And I don't know. It's really important to just, yeah, kind of put yourself first sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I always say it's like the airplane, right? You got to put your own mask on before you put on others because otherwise you're no good to anybody else. Right. And sometimes I think it's so hard for us to allow ourselves that space to say, it's okay to go to the gym for an hour. The world's, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever, right partner got it, right? The world's not going to implode by me taking this time for myself or to sleep or to eat Mm -hmm. or to, you know, because there's definitely been many times where I'm like, I'm going to go work out today and then I'm tired and I'm like, never mind. I'm going to put a show on the phone and yeah. grab a bag of chips and sit on the bed and eat. And that's and my day. That's totally okay. And that's totally okay. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, right? But yeah, you need that. You yeah. Need that. I don't know. I think other people out there, I've talked to other people. I feel like they feel the same way. I see yeah. memes on, you know, social media. We talk about social media. But people feel that way. So um, it's hard. And also when you're talking about gender differences, which of course what your child is, you know, gender is a social construct in a way, but you have two girls. I have a boy and a girl, right? That's also a new world. I don't know if other people feel this way, but I know more about construction vehicles than I thought I ever would in my entire life. I can tell you now the difference between an excavator and a front loader and a bulldozer. It's like, it's so interesting what kids gravitate towards and what they are interested in and then what you pick up because of what they're interested in. So that to me is a whole new world. So So what have you found? Have you found like one to be easier than the other, like a boy or a girl or Mm. it might, I don't know. Maybe for me, it's too soon to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Ayla's still little. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Oh, my husband always tells me like, you know, I think God meant for you to have girls because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you would have done a lot better with boys. Yeah, yeah. I will say I had a fear. When I was finding out I had a girl, I had a fear where I was like, great. This is like going to come back to bite me. My rebellious <laughs> teenage years. I'm going to have a child who's just like this. And I don't know. Maybe it's a topic for another day of like raising a girl in this world. Yeah. Right. And, and But raising boys things. too because there's a lot of like societal pressures, sure. you know, on boys and right. Having to like feel a certain way or not feel a certain way, right. and you know, I know it's all hard. Everybody yeah, has their things. Yeah, yeah. So, and boys can be clean. Like, so my girls are so clingy to me, mm-hmm. and that's one reason why my husband thinks having boys would be easier. But I think boys can be pretty clingy to their moms too mm-hmm. when they're young, right? Yeah. I don't think that's a people always say that boys love their moms. I don't yeah, know, it depends on the day, but. You know, I definitely, that's one thing that I try to remind myself, even though as hard as it gets, it's like, this is the time when my children, like, when they don't sleep through the night, it's because they want to be with us, right? When he's 16, he's not going to be sleeping at night because he wants to be as far away from us (laughs) as possible, I would imagine. We're not there yet. Right. So it's, it's hard to not be exhausted, not be frustrated. And then at the same time, try to tell yourself, oh, this time is fleeting. So love it. And be appreciative yeah. of it. I mean, how... Honestly, that though, is a big challenge. That is, like, my biggest pet peeve. When someone tells me, like, someone with older kids or someone who doesn't have kids is, like, just enjoy the time while you have it because it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you talking, <laughs> talking about? Right. Like, enjoy the time. I'm miserable. Right, right. I'm trying like, to just find the time. Like, I'm just, just surviving. The time. Yeah. Right, right. I'm yeah. surviving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes it's like you're just surviving. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 
So yeah. how are you supposed to... And someone had posted, you know, we talk about social media. And, and by the way, we have our social media, right? You already said that, right? Yep. So, or whatever it is. Follow, follow us. Yep. Thank you. Subscribe, whatever. Follow all the things. <laughs> well, subscribe to you. Right. Yeah. I know. I feel... It made me sound like I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> Hello, kids. Subscribe to the YouTube and the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm very old going to keep time. this part in? I don't know. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Definitely keeping that part in. Anyway, I don't even know what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Um, I don't know. I oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I posted something that I loved. And it was like, as moms, it's like, you're supposed to be present, but, mm. you know, be there for your kids. And you're supposed to be skinny, but not too skinny. And you're supposed yeah. to eat well, but, you know, also find time to work and be with your kids. And you're supposed to cook. And you're supposed to go out and you're supposed to you know have sex with your your partner and you're supposed to like make time for self-care and it's like and oh i loved God. that because it's so true it's like we're pulled it's like the so many about aging us, like the stretch armstrong remember that from like the 90s uh, where it's like you're pulled in like all these different directions I remember that yeah oh gosh I and it's like how that. are you supposed to be all these things and i loved that they posted that because it's yeah. so true and what one people think is the the perfect mom if you talk to someone else, they're going to say, uh, no, I don't yeah. think that's the perfect mom. This is the perfect mom. So there is no perfect. There is no perfect. Right? It's yeah. subjective. So we're, I think we do it to ourselves. Yeah. I know. I feel like I'm like failing in so many different domains of my life all the time and yes. just have to remind myself that just what you said, no one's perfect. Right. And actually like, that's not even what our kids need or want like who who wants a perfect mom that's like such a unattainable thing to live up to right like you want to you want people to have flaws and that's what makes them human right that's so true you're right i never thought about it like that but that's so important right if you're perfect you're showing your kids these Mm -hmm. unattainable expectations versus if you're showing them it's okay mom and dad make mistakes or right Mm -hmm. mom makes mistakes whatever that it's okay because you're yeah. showing them what we do when we make mistakes because mistakes are part of part of life. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's important to know that you can make a mistake mm-hmm. and that it, it is okay. Right. You know, you don't have to, you know, always be perfect, always be what people want, and that was one thing I struggled with growing up was like it was not okay to make mistakes. Mm. And it made me kind of like a perfectionist and gave yeah. me a lot of anxiety and I don't think that's a good way to be I don't think it's healthy and I don't want my right. kids to be that way right. I want them to know like if you make a mistake it's not a big deal most of the time right right right, right. <laughs> like most mistakes you're gonna make it's not gonna be a big deal right. and, and like, really I think the, the important part is not about the mistakes or the stress or the thing right it's about what we do with that right, right. If you, if something bad happens or like, I don't know, you stub your toe, do you take a table and you throw it across the room? Is that what you're showing your kids? Or do you say, ouch, that hurt. Okay. You rub your toe and you figure out how to move on. Right. So it's definitely about what we do, right? How we respond. Mm -hmm. So I love that because that's what our kids are seeing. Yeah. But it's also hard sometimes. I know. There's definitely times where if I'm like to the brim and I stub my toe, I want to throw the table across the room. Right. Yeah. Or something. And there's definitely been those moments I've tried when not with my kids around where like, when my daughter was first born, I was so tired and she was screaming and all this stuff where I like banged my ha- hands like on the bed, not her bed, but like there was another bed in the room mm-hmm. because I was just so frustrated, right? Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, you just got to be real. Yeah. You got to be authentic and like scream into the pillow. Scream into the pillow. <laughs> right. Yes. 
Yes. Or they have these places where you can like throw like hatchets at things oh God, or break plates. I've heard of that. I know. I really want to try that because it's such good like anger management for yourself, yeah, right? right? You can Just do like, it in a safe out. environment. Why not? Yeah, Why I know. Not? We should look into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our next podcast is going to be I know, we can, then we can live from a plate throwing place. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll see. So I love that. I'm so excited that we're doing this I because know, I think that, I don't know, hopefully this fits a need for some people who are saying, okay, I see all these mom stuff, but this yeah. one fits me more. I hope so, so too, because I've, I've been looking for something like this mm. and I haven't been able to find anything that really relates to me. I mean, it all seems to be like advice on how to raise your kids or mm. how to raise emotionally intelligent kids or mm. how to be supportive of your kids or it's people with older kids, which is great and it is needed, mm-hmm. but I don't have older kids right, and like I think it's a different stage and different you know, issues that you deal with and just totally different stuff so and even those how-tos even though they're so great because we need some guidance in our life but every kid is different yeah right it's not like if you know we'd all be billionaires if someone could figure out you know this is how you raise your kid you know congratulations on your child here's a book like you're good right like a manual for you know a toy that doesn't exist yeah right so half of the battle is figuring out you know how to use those how-to things and adapt it to your kid which is also hard and frustrating and then you're yep. sitting there saying well it worked for this person they have you know hundred thousand followers why isn't it working for me well, yeah every kid's different but that's hard and that's you know upsetting when that doesn't work for you so yeah again this is that place where we're just gonna be like eh, we get it right like yeah. we're not gonna tell you what to do because there's plenty of podcasts for that we're just here to be like it's hard sometimes it really mm-hmm. sucks and that's okay yeah say it loud and proud yeah i hear you agreed yeah All right. Well, thank you all for listening and don't forget to subscribe, share our podcast, follow us on social media, mom underscore the podcast, Mm -hmm. and we'll see you next time.